we're shifting from this I'm against you to the I'm with you and we can help each other and it isn't a sum zero game anymore and if we support each other we'll get a lot farther welcome back to the no more zero days podcast I'm your host Eric Savage and today we're talking with Brooke Hammer owner and principal at Atlanta's first agency known as AFA for short I caught up with Brooke before AFA's first Women of Fashion event a few months ago, so this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual, but I promise you it will not be lacking the motivation and inspiration you need to move out of living zero days. What is a zero day? A zero day is where you get nothing done towards accomplishing your goal or dream life. Brooke first started AFA in 2017 while still in college at Kennesaw State here just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. AFA is a staffing agency that provides brands and vendors at trade shows and the America's Mart with trained sales professionals for their footprints. Brooke's commitment to empowering her employees by teaching them how to be strong, confident, sales-trained women is truly inspiring, and I know you're going to get a lot of today's episode. So let's dig in. So what is the goal of today's event? So a big goal of our company is to really invest into our members. Um, And so we pride ourselves on training and development. And so this event is specifically for their professional development. We brought in a lot of speakers in the industry that have just businesses or ends into and careers into where our girls are trying to get to. So they get to have live Q&As and really kind of figure out their story and how they got to where they are. How did you select the speakers that are going to be speaking today? A few of them are close friends um, that I've worked with before. And um, the other few are actually just people that a majority of our girls look up to and follow and just absolutely love. And they're very immersed into the community and giving back and teaching and um, very public about it. How long have you actually been running AFA? Ooh, okay, so June was our second birthday. Ooh, happy belated birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I actually missed it. (laughs) Yeah. Looking back, so now two years ago in a few months, Mm -hmm. would you have ever thought that this is where you were? What was the original vision compared to what is the vision now? So I remember, this is what's so funny. I remember somebody told me to name it like bookings by B because we were going to do like bookings. Right. And it was like, Oh, you're cute. Whatever. Bookings by B. And I was like, that sounds horrible. I want to, I want to dream bigger. So I was like Atlanta first agency. How big does that sound? Now everyone is so mad at me that I named it Atlanta first agency because we're having a New York branch. We want to start a Vegas branch. We're going to Dallas. And they're like, why didn't you do something that doesn't close us off on one city? And at the time I thought that was like the biggest thing ever. How did you first come up with the idea for AFA or what bookings by Brooke would have been? (laughs) Oh my God, that would have been so bad. Bookings by B. Anyway, so I was a temp at the Mart in in America's Mart. And I remember being placed by some random lady. I don't even remember who she is. And somehow she got in contact with me and was just like, okay, go to this person at this time. Here's his number. You're working. And she took a commission, just like, you know, like a regular staffing company would. I had no idea I was selling clothes. I had no idea who and what I was working for, what we were doing. I didn't know where to go. I'm surprised I showed up. Like, I'm I'm the type of person that won't flake, but like, 
I can't imagine how many people flake on her because who just gets a phone number in a location and shows up and works for 50 hour a week, like, and has no idea what's going on. So I took that mentality and was like, there is a better way to do this, especially with the amount of vendors in the Mart, um, that need local sales reps and are trying to go to Craigslist or people like this and people don't show up. They have no idea how to sell. You have no idea who they are. Hopefully they show up. Hopefully if you're lucky, they'll be able to sell. Um, and so we just kind of took that idea and said, why don't we find people who want this opportunity? Cause it is an amazing opportunity, prepare them, train them and have them show up and not be confused. <laughs> and that's just where it kind of came from. That's amazing. Would you say that you've always, because to me, like, I'm just gonna give you like a mini compliment, like rude and truth though. Like there's so much vision and being able to show up and, and see like five steps ahead. That's like, takes a very visionary entrepreneurial type woman to be able to do that because so many people to your point would just show up and say time, location, phone number, 50 hour a week, whatever. Let me get my money and get out of here. But instead you're sitting there like, you know, brains churning. Have you always been that type of person or, or how did, do you really realize that was almost a gift for you to be able to have that vision? So for a long time, I thought that I just wasn't an entrepreneur. I never like crossed my mind. Like, you know, when you're younger and you're like, Oh, I want to own a business. Like, of course everyone says that, but like, I thought that I wasn't one until about six months before I started AFA, I started identifying opportunities and markets and then I ended up talking with someone who, uh, who ran an entrepreneurship program at Kennesaw and meeting with her and being like, hey, I would love to be a part of this. I really think there's a side of me that wants to pursue this. And then I fell off touch with her. And by the next time she had contacted me, I had started this company and it already started growing. And I was like, wait a second, maybe this wasn't me all along. Maybe this wasn't just a chance that it happened. And it kind of took a second to click for me. But now I'm like, I see it every day. I'm like, oh, there's an opportunity. Don't get to sidetracked. There's an opportunity. <laughs> On a practical level, what do you feel like AFA does differently or better than than any other companies like it out on the market? Because I'm going to just assume, I don't know this for a fact, that there are, you have competitors or this is, you know, because it's really about, you're not doing anything proprietary, but it's more of just empowering women to go give them a place to work. So what do you feel like AFA brings to the table and does better than anybody else? So we do have competitors um, and Honestly, it's they're all very similar to the, the first situation I described in which they don't give enough information about the job. They don't invest into the people that are working for them. They see them as numbers. And for us, we realized at very early on that if we invest in our members and train and develop them and help them get to their goals, they're going to put that much more effort into their job while they work during Mart Week, which makes like almost sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars different for their vendors that they're working for because it is sales. And so because of that amazing standard and that a crazy work ethic, our clients are always coming back. We're always booking out. We have a hundred girls working next week here in Atlanta. And I mean, if we had more, we would have booked more, you know, where do you say you'd find your inspiration daily? I don't feel like I have inspiration. I don't know. I don't mean it like that. I, so I listened to, um, how I built this podcast from NPR Guy Raz absolute favorite podcast ever. I listen to those. I read a lot of books. Um, and, but I didn't start that. Like that was not how I started. I started, I, I don't actually know. I did nothing in the beginning. Now I do that and it helps me 
you know, keep growing myself so I can keep developing and bringing other people up under me and, you know, follow suit. But I used to not read or listen to podcasts or anything. So now that's my inspiration, but I don't know where it started. It used to come from. That's amazing. What do you feel like the future of AFA looks like? Like, give me what are maybe some goals or just even thematically in the next 12 months? And then where do you hope to be in five years? In 12 months, New York will be the size of Atlanta and it will have a marketing program and five recruitment managers and a hundred people working each show. Atlanta will be double and we'll have a ton more clients. We'll probably run out of people to, you know, staff for because the market's only so big and um, Dallas will be in the works and Dallas will be the size of New York where New York is right now, starting to get a manager and 15 people. In five years, I want all five cities, which is Chicago, Dallas, Vegas, Atlanta, and New York, to have at least a minimum number of 100 girls working each show and a management team in each location that runs and operates themselves. What is the catalyst, in your opinion, to that either happening or not happening? Is it truly just awareness? Is it execution of we're just going to shows and kicking everyone's butt? And it's having, people. It's people. It's always people. So I've been trying to start in New York and I've been talking about starting New York for over a year now. Like I've always wanted to start in New York. I never found anyone. And the second I found the right person, we've now gotten to like, we did like six local people last March, which is, which is good when you have no one. And now we're doubling and next March we're already scheduled to triple. So it's, you just find that right person and you really invest in them. And again, they will push you forward. And so that branch is solely expanding because of my one New York manager that I have right now. So I, I think it's amazing because so many entrepreneurial people, you know, that might be listening to this or sitting at home being like, oh, I just want to knock it out of the park with my idea in Atlanta. But I love how we're just sitting here in this room about to, you know, do your first workshop. But you say it so casually, like, I'm just going to go to New York. It's going to be awesome. You know, one of the biggest fashion capitals in the U.S., if not probably somewhere on the list in the world, like, how, where do you find that confidence? Has, have you always been that confident? No, <laughs> even I, I'm not confident at all. I all the time question myself. I think because I know it's not me doing this. It's my team. It's the people around me because there was a time where I did it by myself and trust me, that was not a pretty company and it was not like this. And it wasn't until I found people and starting started like delegating them and empowering them that this company became something and worth something. And so now the reason I have confidence is because I have confidence in my team. I believe in them and I know they're going to push us forward if I keep pouring into them. And so honestly, I know New York is getting somewhere. I know it's going somewhere because my New York manager, Teresa, is the right person in the right seat with all the capability in the world. And so she's going to make it run. Where did you learn to really or how rather did you learn to trust your team? Because a lot of things I see in like young entrepreneurs and even I've seen in myself is like, only I know how to do this thing. I want it to go well, but you've so wisely. And this is how I know that you're going to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish because you're willing to step out of the way and let the team go. Has it always been like that? How did you get to that place? Talk me through that. Um, it has not always been like that. <laughs> I used to hire by different standards and I used to give a bunch of tasks to someone and take them all back, um, which is 
the easiest thing for an entrepreneur to do. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you work so much and blah, blah, blah. That's actually like the sign of a bad entrepreneur. If you're still doing like 90 hour days, a year and a half in, you're supposed to delegate. You're supposed to like, you know, hand off things. And that's the hardest thing to do is to trust people with your baby and trust them to take things on and do it right. And the breaking point for me with that was, the reason I know how to do all of the things that I'm passing off is because at one point I fucked up and I fucked up bad. And I said, okay, we're never going to do it that way again. And so if I had to go through that, I have to let them have that teaching lesson too and go through it as well. And that's the only way they're going to learn. I can tell them how to do it all day. I can even probably tell them why and just hope it sticks, but they're not going to learn that lesson until there's a little bit of pain and then growth and recovery involved. That's amazing. I've like been so fascinated by your answers. And so let's kind of take a step back and let's talk more about specifically where we are today, why we're here. I want to talk a little bit about that, but thanks for sharing about the overall vision. That was amazing. So a lot of what we just talked about was focused on, on Mart or market. Mm -hmm. Where did you get these inspiration or this idea of let's go on a local level, let's step away from Mart and market and like, Mm -hmm. let's focus on the women of today because I see these two things as very related yet. They're so different. Yeah. So the event specifically? Yeah. What role does that even play for AFA? So another thing that we talked about a little bit about differentiators, not only do we invest in the girls, but we provide a, com- a platform for community. Um, of course, that community is is on their shoulders because you have to put effort into it to be able to get something out of it. Um, but this is the platform we create. So this is the opportunity to network, the opportunity to um, see other people meet other people network if they don't want to take advantage of that that's okay we won't force you but here's your opportunity here's your platform so we can't say we didn't do our part go this is what we do we go and encourage them to take advantage of these opportunities and so the whole goal of today is not only for them to be inspired and learn and you know answer some questions that they might not know the answers to for a lot of the girls that are actually trying to do what the, the speakers have already accomplished, but also talk to the person on the left and the right of you. Like always network, always go and meet new people and pick their brain. You never know where they've been or what they know or how they can help you. What does it mean to you to be sitting here on a Sunday morning? You know, at, we're almost here at noon and having 60, 70, 80 girls show up all for something your company is putting on. Like, what does that, what does that mean to you? Um, well, since we were here till like 1am last night setting up, it means I'm tired, (laughs) but, um, it's, it's surreal. Uh, it still feels like the first event you were at the first event. You remember, um, we had this big sleepover and it was the first time I had ever seen that many people in the same room that worked for me all having a good time that were there like willingly because it was just an event. And I started crying because I'm a sap, but it was so cool to me. And for that to actually be exactly calendar a year and a couple months ago, it's just really cool to me. So it it's definitely going to be surreal today, looking in the crowd and seeing everybody. Um, probably a little nerve wracking <laughs> because I still get so nervous um, because I do feel like this brand is on my back. Um, so I'm really hoping it goes smoothly, but it will definitely be an incredible feeling. So I've been a little bit a part of kind of this, we'll call it fashion lifestyle industry now for gosh, like six years or so. And, and one of the things that initially starting out, and I think there's still 
flashes of it, but is everyone really seemed to used to at least very much work in silos. Like this is my influencer, you know, brand, this is what I'm doing on Instagram. And then now you're starting to see a lot more of collaboration and particularly for today, probably being that I'm going to say, I'm probably going to be the only guy in the room. <laughs> yeah. like, Except for Wade. Wade will yeah, be. <laughs> so cool. It's the two of us. Two. <laughs> but um, I think there's something about women coming together and supporting other women and mm-hmm. collaborating and not seeing it's this like me versus the world mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you have to say about that? Do you agree, disagree? What are your thoughts? Because I just think there's something special here that even like you just shared, we started, I was there at the first sleepover. It's a handful of girls. And now we're here in this huge venue on a Sunday and people have that hunger to belong and you're kind of giving them them that opportunity. But what do you think it means for women to come together in the same space around a pretty common goal and learn from one another? Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with um, just the progressive era that we're in Um, because before I felt like it was so cutthroat for women that everybody had to be against each other. And it really was like a sum zero game. If one woman got a job or got a position or got a promotion, another one was, it was literally taking it from another one. Um, And now I feel like because we've progressed, because we've all come up that we're shifting from this, I'm against you to the I'm with you and we can help each other and it isn't a sum zero game anymore. And if we support each other, we'll get a lot farther. I absolutely love that. So do you have anything that you feel like we didn't cover or you want to say? Um, Cause I, you're absolutely amazing and I love you so much and you come and help out in so many ways and your, your craft is incredible. Well, thank you. Cause I love just support. a side note. I love, that was not what I was expecting <laughs> you to say, but I, I love working with you and supporting women. And that's such an important part for me to do what I do. And I just honored to be here and support you. So I love it. And I hope everyone that's listening, it learned as much from Brooke as I did today because I'm ready to run through the wall. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love, love, love Brooke's commitment to empowering her employees, to investing back into them and having this willingness to step out of the way and let them lead and let them fail and let them learn the lessons that she herself once learned. I said it a thousand times on the episode, but I cannot say it again. I'm so excited to see where Brooke's going to go. She does an amazing job of, of stepping away, but yet she's still the main girl in the room, if you will. I've, I've been around Brooke a lot, as we kind of talked about in the episode, and she, she's just a unique leader in the way that she doesn't have to be the loudest person, person in the room, but she is definitely the most noticed, and people are constantly looking to her for her direction and her approval in a healthy way. So I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I know that I'm coming away challenged to continue to um, delegate and let go of things in my own company as Brooke does for herself. And I'm so excited to see where they're going to go. And I I hope that this episode truly was helpful for you. And it it helps you to move towards that goal or that dream lifestyle and helps you to suffocate the excuses that are holding you back from pursuing your dreams and goals. You can find Brooke um, on Instagram for with her Atlanta's first agency company. At the time of this recording, Brooke does still not have her own personal Instagram. Um, 
though you can add her on Facebook or she's also on LinkedIn. But please reach out to Atlantis First Agency and support them. You can find them at Atlantis First Agency. You please also reach out to me if you have any questions, comments, or concern or need some encouragement or some business advice. You can find me on Instagram at Eric Michael Savage. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I believe in you. I'm supporting you and I'm encouraging you.